Oh, how nice of you to join our podcast. <laughs> Don't act like you called in on time. Doesn't matter. I'm late. You were late. I don't, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I called you. You didn't answer. That means you should have been more prepared, no? No. Okay. Mm, here I am. <sighs> we can agree to disagree. Well, we can agree to agree. Yeah, but we're not. Welcome back, world. What's good, my Karens? <laughs> this is Timby. And Wit. And this is Disagreeably Yours. Back for another social distance episode, which is not that bad. Corona Chronicles. Um, what's up? What's new? Attitude check. Well, I am befuddled and bewildered by what the fuck is going on in this world. I've actually given up trying to figure it out but so um not to say that it's a chinese virus or anything but you know covid19 let's say was our 2020 gift from china and another gift is they're evicting black people from their homes nigerians and people of darker color wait um they're kicking people out of their houses like just black people, or is this just the just of black people way? not letting them into McDonald's because of the whole affecting us at a disproportionate rate? No, because in Wuhan, well, I think throughout the entire broad, like some of I don't know, sure where in Africa they were from. Let's say Nigerians um, violated. Is that the only place violated you know the uh, the quarantine and. Um, violated social distancing and they're attributing that that to getting 2,000 people sick or infected and so literally landlords are evicting um, people of color based on where they are from some real Donald Trumpy shit I did not understand I understood most of that but so they're getting evicted because they're not social distancing properly, or they're just they're getting it, evicted. They're getting evicted because, they're because like twenty Nigerians didn't effectively follow all the rules and regulations that were set forth by the Chinese government. So they're evicting them. They're evicting everyone who looks like them. So because of these twenty people, now all the blacks are getting sent away. Yes, that is correct. Did they charter a plane back to Africa? Like, I don't understand. How was this they're, helping? They're living on the streets in masks. How does that help? From a country that most people, when you get back to whatever country you're from or you're allowed into, are going to quarantine you for however long on your own dime. Right, but to evict them, when they're in the house, they're distancing. Why not just, like, put them on house arrest or... And not everyone, because clearly these only are a certain amount of people that should have been affected by their own actions, not everyone black. But I just don't see how this is helping. It actually seems like the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing. Like, let's evict you. Put you on the street. I can't really explain the level of racism that's going on here. Um, That is a very table turn if I've ever heard one. In COVID-related news, the Surgeon General person of color 
basically said, um, social distance, do it for your abuela, do it for granddaddy, do it for big mama, which offended some people, me included. Um, how dare you talk to us? Jigaboo's speech. Like, you Uncle Tommy bastard. It's like, this is racist. I just can't prove it. Right. Like, I know you're a black man saying this, but it's still fucked up. And he had been doing so well up until that point. Well, not well, but better. Better than a lot of people, including y'all's president. Um, and non-COVID still fucked up and shocking news. The Kane show isn't doesn't exist anymore. I just heard that last night and required and demanded a link to this story. Have you seen the whole story or did you just know that it's over? I saw him? that they were changing it. I did, I never got into I could never find why he was leaving. Okay. So it seems like it's being alleged that he assaulted his ex-wife again. Oh, and, again. And it's just okay. been hard for them to keep sweeping under the rug his fuckboy behavior after hours. And so it seems like because of that they just like, you know what, we can't do this anymore. It's probably for the PR, but they snatched him off the radio. And now it is your morning show, not Kane's morning show. Intern John really waited that out. So now it's him, um, some girl, that girl named Rose, and I think Rose another, and Melody? Yeah, yeah. I stopped really listening after Danny left because I guess I was one of those people that was trying not to believe that he was such a woman hating person. <laughs> yes. horrible person and then when she left i'm like okay this is enough this is three women who up and left him very prominent in his One life on his show. yes so now he's gone it's crazy times i just wanted him to have one more crying fit before he left the show for good though did you see the first one though you didn't see the first one. I didn't, but I did. That's so why I wanted. I wanted to watch, listen to it live. So it was so it good. I wish somebody had like recorded it, and now it gets that replay. Now that his fuck shitness has come back, I need somebody I to so. put it out. Um, wine. Sorry. I literally went to go buy wine before we recorded. Just I was going to run out and go to a drive-through, and I was like, "Let me not." So let me just fix the. the did you say a drive-through? Where do you have drive-through liquor stores? Hold on, I need to talk about this on the phone. What do you mix Fireball with? I want to get rid of this nasty shit. Um. Well, you usually just rip shots of it. No, is it good at lemonade? <laughs> no, it's definitely not good at lemonade. Not even hibiscus lemonade. <laughs> uh, do you, especially not hibiscus lemonade? Do you have Coke? No, I don't keep a lot of soda. All I have is orange juice and lemonade. Well, at least go orange juice. Don't go lemonade. I have a mango hibiscus tea. Okay. It could be good in tea, right? It could be. It's not try. going to be. It's horrible. <laughs> I hope you leave some of this in, because... <laughs> it's like bad pod series. <laughs> I have like this much left and I have just not are you just going to take a swig of it hell no fireball is gross I'm going to put it in this tea and hope and hope that I can manage it without gagging so thick but yes 
before we... You, you have to mix it in and take a sip. I do. I'm, I have the straw. I'm mixing Fireball with tea because I refuse to drink Fireball by itself. <laughs> Black kombucha girl. <laughs> it's good. This is the first time I've ever put in anything and it tasted like something other than regurgitated cinnamon water. What an accurate depiction of what it tastes like. And guess who gave that to me? Cokes. My mother. Oh. It was in her trunk. First of all, I was trying to figure out why do you have alcohol in your trunk? Because she's a G. Clearly. Turn up Tina gets it popping, okay? So I asked her why she had Fireball. And she was like... I don't even know. I think one of her, they were going somewhere and one of her friends brought it. She tasted it. It was gross. So it's been there the whole time. And so it's then. gross. It is gross. If done in the, the proper setting. Like not by itself, with ice, with another mixer, no. never drinking it. By itself, it. after you've been drinking something else and you need to rip a shot. It's bottom shelf liquor that they have presented as middle shelf at best. So we started drinking it because we didn't have anything else to drink and we were just trying to get rid of it and still we had that much of it left because we just could not and it's been sitting there all this time but this is pretty good so tea and fireball let's try it did you pour it all in yeah granted this is mango hibiscus tea from pure leaf so don't try to make your homegrown lipton on the stove and think it's going to turn out the same way I don't think anyone's going to be mixing Fireball with any hibiscus teas. You should not be buying Fireball unless it's for party shots when you just feel like not trying to feel old. Um, Which we won't be able to do for a while. Right, and I'm not ever going to buy it with my money. Um, But yeah, so right before this, I realized I was out of wine. And I was going to run out and drive through a drive-thru and get some. Because the last time I went into a liquor store, it was too many people in there. <laughs> no, but how do you... Where, where is this drive to liquor store? I have two that in may a two-mile radius. That be the only quality of Prince George's County. Well, maybe... Okay, two miles is a little exaggerated. I have two... I have three in a five-mile radius. Is, are these established for COVID? And no, they're just dis- regular liquor stores. That you can drive through instead of going inside. They have both aspects. Wow. And it's okay. great. So now I don't want to waste a mask or gloves to go into the store. Just pop it out to me and I'll grab it with this Lysol wipe. Two birds, one so. But I'll do that after this. Back to you. Yes. And Kane. Correct. He's out of here. Good riddance. <clears throat> I wasn't listening to the show and won't be because of him, but perhaps I will switch back and forth to see what the new show sounds like. And maybe Natasha, Danny, and Sarah will do a special. Or a class action lawsuit. Fair. Either one. I'll take it. Maybe he'll lose custody of his daughters because that's very worrisome to me. I didn't even realize I knew that they had issues, but apparently in 2016, she, you know, filed a claim against him for pushing her into his wall 
of his luxury apartment. But when they got to court, they both said each other had an, a drug problem and they're both have erratic behavior. And so the case was dismissed. Well, Natasha's of color, right? Like she's Brazilian or something. Um, I just feel like she's just not going like, to visually. I she's going to throw answer. some bows back. What difference does that make? I just want someone to beat his ass. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like, oh, it got dismissed because they both got problems. No, no. Okay. No, I just. Yes, that was very interesting to me. That was, was that your third and final COVID update? I was going to talk about how Smithfield meat is shutting down because like 300, maybe it's just 30, whatever number of people, employees had COVID. I have not heard about Smithfield in so long. Basically, if you're not saved, you should get it beaked that way because... I feel like every essential worker is about to get it at some point. Saved by the Lord. Yes, I knew what you meant. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's all I got for uh, my attitude check. How's your week been going? Um, It's been pretty good. I was listening to our previous show, and I am still shocked at your answer to ghosting. Saying that people owe someone, like anything, you, Whitney, owe someone something. Me, Whitney, have been ghosted? But that's the thing. Just because you've been ghosted doesn't mean someone even owes you. Why do you think that someone owes you a response? Because of how it feels, because I have a soul? That's not the point. Everyone is the point. No, it's not. Ghosting does not feel good, but no one, if y'all weren't even that serious, no one owes it to you. Like, now you know don't fuck with them no more. But anyway. When you reacclimate yourself to the dating world, you're going to feel some type of way about No, ghosting. I will not. Acclimate yourself to the dating world again or be ghosted? I mean, I thought the end of your statement was something else. However, I am not isolated from the dating world. I just choose not to because I have not met anyone worth me making arrangements to date them. That's the only reason. I'm not against it. Throwing yourself back into a large pool. How do you even do that? I'm living like anyone else. If I meet someone, sure. Who is doing dating apps in hopes for a real relationship At one point a real relationship <sighs> not swipe to fuck are we done rehashing like, yes anything else happening this we're week? done um my daughter decided to rebuy a movie she had already bought to which case i had to remind her never rent another thing on my tv unless you ask me first was You're it getting made out of by hand. disney Yes, it was the same Spies in Disguise that she had watched three days before, but it had expired, it on, and she just rebought it. Is it on Disney Plus? Not Spies in Disguise, no. Okay. Um, I paid. Well, at least she's giving black actors money. She is. And then I told her to stop. <laughs> I finished painting my room this weekend, and my legs are still only working at sixty percent. Do you like it, though? Does it look like you're looking into a dead abyss? The rest of my wall I did in this eater white that's kind of off white gray. White. 
when you look at it, you can see the difference, but it is not all the dark blue that you saw. So I do like it. I like it a lot, even though I'm going to look at it for a bit before I decide there's a little piece that I might change. But for right now, I'm not doing anything. I have painter's thumb. My thumb hurts. I can barely text right now, which is not that bad because I'm not really doing that much of it anyway. The back of my legs hurt from leaning against the ladder. The front of my thigh hurts from leaning against the ladder. And my shoulder is hurting. So what I'm trying to say is I'm never painting another thing again. You know, you could have spaced that time out, right? Like, I could have. you you going to be in your house for a good another month. And I told myself, let's just do this one wall, and then we're going to stop. But that's not how my mind is set up. Once I started, I need to finish. And it wasn't that much left, so I finished it, and then it was midnight. And then I had to clean up, and then I had to shower. So, yeah, but it's done. Yeah, you sound a little crazy. That's not how your mind is set up. It is. If you start something, you got to finish it. I'm sorry if that logic is too much for you. A little bit. Someone suggested that we watch Little Fires Everywhere. Is that the one with Carrie Washington and Reese for this one? Yes. My wife wants to watch that. I shall. We shall do it. We shall. And we will do little feedbacks, of course. Um... That's all I got for my attitude check. So, alert news. Woo! Um, Aqua. Lad, please don't let it be Aqua Lad. Okay. (laughs) Amber Heard um, may not be an Aquaman too. Says Aquaman's side chick or wife, queen, whatever. How the hell do you start calling her a side chick when she's actually the queen? You're rude. Amber Heard faces three years for falsifying evidence to get a restraining order against her husband, Johnny Depp. Well, when you said she wasn't going to be in it, I thought it was something more like, oh, Aqua Lad needs an Aqua Girl. Not... No. Oh, I got no, fired. They need a new actress because she's serving one to three. She is serving one to three? Or she she's probably, she'll probably plead out of it or some shit, but... Johnny Depp is sue, also suing her for $50 million in defamation. I'm sure. And I'm sure the truth is somewhere in between her actually getting beat up and him saying that he did not beat her up. So, Yes. Um, another fucked up uh, DC hero from Justice League, Ezra Miller, who plays The Flash, no. is out here choking Karen's. I think I saw something about that, but I didn't read more into it. I love him. I mean, less so now. I'm assuming it's not in a sexy way. And then, like, choked her down. Um, What did she do, allegedly, to him? She was a fan Hmm. who was too, like, in your face. So he debabied her? Yes. Hmm. It's weird. That is correct. Only, it's not like you could say, like, he didn't see what he was throwing his fist at. He walked up to her and said, you want to fight? You want to fight? And then choked her down to the ground. Hmm. I love when whites get ratchet. In better news, um, the Clark Sisters movie proves that Lifetime is the BET that we deserve. You watched it? I didn't watch it. I've heard that. I didn't watch it. It was really good. It was really good for a movie. It was really good depiction of them. All the actresses could sing. I'm sure you would love it because it 
drug black men through filth. Um, I'll watch it as soon as we're done. But then, like, after that, like, another Tony Braxton movie came on. Another then, one? Um, or the same one that you have not seen? The one where, like, she has jungle fever with a Jewish man whose family got shot on the bus? Oh, okay. You mean the movie that Tony Braxton plays in, not her movie about Tony no, Braxton? No, a movie that Tony Braxton is in. Got it. I haven't seen and it, but when, I know what you mean. And then when I came down for Easter Sunday, happy Easter, everybody. Sorry it took so long to get to that. Um, he is risen. The black, the black version of Still Magnolias was on. And what is that? Is that Patty? Uh, damn. It's Afria Water, Felicia Rashad, Jill Scott, oh, no. Queen Latifah. But I'm like, oh, you mean the real Lifetime has all these black women movies. Yeah, that black women produce. Not that that's a great good. thing. That's a great thing. I'm glad that they're finally turning it around. It's just like. This is the Tyler Perry BET that I've been looking for. Yeah. Well, now that BET is all Tyler all day, we got to find a new station. What is that movie called? When you said the Black Steel Magnolias, I was thinking of this older movie called... Steel Magnolias. No. I thought you were saying it um, as a description, not like the actual movie. So my mind went to... It's called Brewster's Place. I think it's Brewster's Place. It had like... um, Oprah in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really um, good. So I thought you meant that movie, but you really mean like the black remake of Still Magnolia. Yes. Um, and last but not least, Mirror Bitch is back. Insecure premiered yesterday. It was and so I good. loved every fucking second of it. It was so good. First of all, so Twitter, I need y'all to calm down. Because they were trying to make it a big deal. Like, oh, why are we talking about letting the ex get in the way of your bag? I don't think that was a point we were supposed to take away. First of all, Issa was trying to move on from the fact that this girl she likes is dating her ex. And two, it was more about her friend hating (laughs) on her whole life and her event. But it was so good. That missionary, yeah. Church is always the answer. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) It was really good. I love that. Yeah, Can't wait for next week. The fact that it's the last um, season is sad. It is, but you know, like, we're getting a Kelly episode spinoff. Issa's, uh, is going to continuously reach out to Issa to make more shit. I hope so. It's like when Jordan Peele, like, I when think K&P, she- like, dropped off, and then, like, we had Get Out and Us. Well, yeah. I think she just wants to be, I don't think that she wants to maintain it with her stuff being on the show. So yeah, I could totally see different spinoffs that she's writing. She just does not have to be there for all the time. And you know, HBO now knows that black people can write. So we're going to get a lot of good content. I feel like. Now, how did you feel about her friend not telling her that Condola had been on a date with her ex? Cause she thought it was just like a one-off, but she kept going. I feel like Amanda Seals is in the, the show who she is in real life. Just a bitch that everybody hates. You should only not tell your friends things like that when there's no way of them finding out. She true. You knew that you know that eventually Issa is going to find out that they are they met at this party, and through you. Yeah, but mate, she said she thought she had went out with him once and was not seeing him again. 
So in that way, it could have been something that she would have never found out. Because why would you just be talking about this random one night stand date? Nah, it's not even one night stand. They have sex. Okay, so she she did the right thing. If she did, she didn't do it for the right reasons. Yeah, I think, like you said, it's got to be something that they could never find out. Because then if you find out, it's always going to seem like you were trying to keep it a secret, even if you weren't and you just didn't think it was that serious. Yeah. It's never going to look right if it ever comes up. So, yeah. And if, you, if they didn't... up about it. Yeah, but even if... Like she said, if it didn't mean anything, then tell her, and then it still don't mean anything. And if you find out, like, oh, now y'all boyfriend and girlfriend, y'all been dating this whole time, that's something that your friend didn't even know, so she couldn't have told you anyway. But she wasn't even like, oh, my God, I'm devastated. Like, let me coach you through it. Like, what should we do? Like, it's like... It's a thing that happened. Let's away. move on. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's who she is in the show. So, and in real life, when is she gonna have this baby? I guess it's gonna be towards the end of this. Season. I thought she, I swear she had the baby at the end. I thought of she last did too, season. but I had watched the last episode of the last season, and it was just that she had made Kelly the godmother, but she didn't actually have the baby yet. Mm. It was good. I'm looking forward to everything. Okay, so shout out to Tyler Perry. We already spoke about him. Finally, it's not going to be trash. Last weekend, he paid for all the groceries during the elderly hour at approximately 73 stores between Atlanta and New Orleans. And he left a $500 tip for 21 employees of a restaurant he picked up takeout from. So, shout out to him for that. And for doing it low-key. I hate when people put their own stuff out because it sounds like you're just doing it kind of like in a exploitive way yes um his productions are eight out of ten shitty but i don't think anyone can refute that he is kind and generous and great he employs a lot of black people and he's now even though it's probably for tax deduction reasons giving his money away to the poor okay well thanks for putting that negative spin on what i said also a shout out to all the fashion houses local seamstresses etc who are using their resources to make masks I've seen a lot of different designers and home designers making masks, which is great right now. Since we went from, hey, y'all don't need these masks, to don't go outside without masks. Isn't that bullshit? I was like, so that's why we've all got it. <laughs> that's why everyone so where do you want me to go get this mask from that you told me that I couldn't buy when I needed them? When it comes in the mail in a box, the virus supposedly can live up on there up to three days. So it's like, okay, so now I have the mask, but I can't wear the mask for like four to five days or Lysol this whole box down or open it and then scrub all my body down. Okay. But anyway, shout out to those people. (laughs) And sending a fuck you to the woman who was arrested after she licked $1,800 worth of merchandise at a California grocery store. That's smart. What? That's how you get them groceries. That's how you keep people off your shit. Did you not hear me say the arrested part? That's how you get arrested. That's sad. I mean, that's bad for her. And all the $1,800 worth of merchandise is now thrown away. I want to know how... Did you at least give it to her or somebody that she knows? No. I would like to know how long she was licking before she was stopped. Like $1,800 worth of groceries? What did you lick? Well, if you... Probably How Jesus. long? $1,800 worth of 
cheeses and eggs and milk? Yo, groceries are go- She probably was licking toilet papers. She was probably in Whole Foods. <laughs> True. Wegmans. Right, like... And how many people saw this and didn't say nothing? $1,800. If you're in Wegmans, you can lick an $1,800 pot. And I'm going to have to pick up my phone for this. And also, fuck you to Candace Owens for the following tweet. And I quote, fact, we went from 2.2 million to 100,000 to 60,000 predictive hashtag coronavirus deaths because the models were always lying and the virus was never as fatal as the experts that are chronically wrong about everything prophesized. And then I want to give a shout out to Jack A. Hare for the following yes, response. Jack Contain yourself until I'm done. This message is for Candace, you nasty smelling bitch. Why you take things out of context with your trifling ass, dirty ass bitch? You shucking job ass bitch? I'm coming on Twitter and I'm gonna call the fuck out of you, bitch. Shout out to Jackie here. I don't know if she tweeted that herself, but I found a lot of joy in it. So I just have to imagine that there is someone that Candace Owens is related to that can beat her ass and should. Like, how do you not just roll over to that family member's house and not even beat that? Like, just put a brick through their window. Where's your mother at? Yeah, I just... You have to... You are... You're black, black. Some real adult yeah. needs to come by and snatch you up like you were when you were a kid. Like, don't be out here embarrassing me. Yes. Unfortunately, no one has done such a thing. Um, I haven't done Black Nouns Matter. It is April. So I'm just going to give a quick Black Nouns Matter, highlighting black people, places, and things, because Black Nouns Matter. Black people have rejoiced for a small amount of time when we were seemingly unaffected by COVID. Oh shit, yes. Well, now we know just like every other shitty thing that's happened in the world, we are actually being affected at a disproportionate rate. So I'd like to highlight and say thank you to every black service provider still operating, especially healthcare providers, but also all wellness providers, education providers, daycare providers, math makers, errand runners, and parents of young children, aka Nouveau Renaissance women and men. Thanks, guys. That's all I got. You ready for these opening arguments or not? Nah? Rhett. Hold on, do I need to re-up? Wait, can you still hear me? Yes. Well? Very well. Oh, well, I must be coming through the headphones. I hear you I just like you that. never left. <laughs> that poor sounded like you did it in the phone. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You ready to go? I am. Men versus women round 243. At the beginning. Men take off. So, Stop. how is that different from your face? now? 
At the beginning of April, Ari Lennox had a hilarious IG live where she was trying and struggling to affix a lace front wig. Of course, the live was picked up by other gossip social media accounts. And Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion, whatever the fuck he wants to call himself right now, posted on the Shade Room comments, grow your own hair. What happened to those days? And then Ari responded, like, didn't we just do this? He about to be pressed down at another Red Table Talk any day now. This one is nowhere near as bad as Gail. No, it's not. Uh, But my question is, so women are known for our ever-changing hairstyles, specifically wigs, weaves, twists, and braids. Do you think women are perceived differently when they're wearing fake hair? And let's throw makeup in there. That's kind of like. Again, I think it's the quantity of which, how how fake you are. And how much you do. Like if your makeup and beauty routine is that of remodeling a small town home, then yes, (laughs) you are judged. But if you just got a weave and some light foundation and like some normal nail, like just polish on your regular nails, you're good. But if you got like a whole beauty team on you, that's a lot. I mean, for one, I think everyone would know that we don't, I don't give a fuck what men think. However, I did ask the question. So thank you, because that is how I would have thought women are seen or you really give a fuck what a man think because who else you getting dressed for i mean i don't know your sexual orientation but. well and that's another delusion that men have we're not dressing for y'all y'all are so easy to please we want compliments from other women that's what we want y'all are gonna pick us up regardless just like you said we got our nail our regular nails painted some lip gloss on and our hair in a ponytail and y'all will holler and that's good. That's a great thing. You mean we have, we're not superficial. I'm, no, like y'all are, are very superficial. However, what I'm saying is beauty, of course, you can get that in just your low-key makeup routine, if anything. Of course. But when people get, when women get dressed up and ready to go out, of course we want to look good, but it does not take that much to be appealing to men, which is not a bad thing. But women's compliments mean 10 times as much as y'all's. I'm just saying. That's fair. And also, what I'm realizing as I get older is some of these natural-looking makeup faces have, like, four different layers of highlighter and contour and, like, all no, these things. No, there's a primer. That there's, I there's a base paint. I'm not even familiar with. But I say that to say, even when you think women are out-looking natural, it still could be four layers worth of makeup on their face. But I'm assuming you mean like when it's very noticeable that you're wearing hella makeup. Like lashes. There's makeup, nothing wrong with lashes. A pound of makeup. There's nothing. There's, nothing there's wrong a pound with of makeup involved in natural looks. I understand what you're saying. I'm just trying to get you to, or men to understand in general that even those natural looks that y'all like can also be the same amount of foundation as people walking around looking like a clown. What was the original question that you asked? If men perceive women differently when they care and makeup, etc. I don't think we perceive them differently when they have them individually or like to a, to me, I guess a modest 
or normal amount. A modest load. But when it's when it's a fuck ton like plastic surgery, like no one's gonna give a shit about your Well let's stay with let's stay with things that you can change without surgery. But even still, like it's just if you but when you have everything done, it's it's a lot. Yes. I understand. Some women do be out here. If you here. do anything in moderation, it's fine. When you go to Nexus, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of women out here walking around looking like Muppets, and I will attest to that. Um, There's definitely a difference between good weave and bad weave. And generally, I don't care. I don't care about weave and braids and all that stuff as much, wig, if it looks good. Like, a bad weave is should... It's going to be talked about regardless. It doesn't matter if you have ass-length hair underneath. It looks ridiculous if it's bad. Like a real basic example, men wear cologne. If a man wears cologne and you like it, it's great. If a man wears too much cologne, the same cologne that you did like, and you get an elevator with him, he's going to choke you out. I'm going to choke you out. I ain't trying to go to no asthma attack. Right. (laughs) Um... Okay, so, like, men are known for beards and hat fishing. Men are known for beards and hat fishing, but continue. We do those things. We're not known for it. Uh, You're known for beards. We want beards. We're known for beards. We talk about beards all the time. So you know how women don't get dressed for men? Men do get dressed and do all these things for women. Awesome. I'm just saying you guys are... So if it was a pie chart of who we're getting dressed for, men would be like 30%. And the yeah, rest no, of fine. If it were a pie chart for men, men, women would be 90%. And I'll then at you, 10%... I'll give you 80. Or like gay men. No, I'll give you 80%. I feel like men still want to be complimented for how they look. But y'all just do the like, no, I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to get no, like you. I mean, you. we're also trying to distract. We're also trying to, like, propel other men from a fight when they approach our women while we're right next to them. Okay. Um. So what is the difference, if any? We have makeup and wigs and weave, and y'all have beards and hat fishing, where y'all love to wear hats all the time. You look handsome, and then you take it off, and it's like, where did this head shape come from? So I'll give you the perfect example. A well, like, if you just have, like, a little bit of a uh, a male hairpiece, that's fine. If you're Makad Brooks in a Tyler Perry movie, that's ridiculous. Well, I'm... It's if you look ridiculous. It's not if you have too much or not. And if it's if it's not there, how much of yourself do you look like? If you take that makeup off and you're eight shades of whatever, your nails, you bite your nails, and you ain't got no lashes, you bald-headed, then that's a lot different of you as a person. Okay, so do men perceive women who wear hair that is not their own and to have no hair. Can naturally. I finish? Sorry. Yes, beards are grown naturally. So it's not like a weave. But when y'all shave it off, you're like a completely different person. Okay, if you shaved your hair off, would you look like a completely different person? 
That's not going to happen normally, though. Y'all like to get fancy and try to try new things and cut your beards off, that's, thinking it's going to grow back. We, we don't got time for that. That's fine. There's but a range. We grew the beard. There's a range of acceptability when you're in a relationship that needs to be met. We still grew it. <laughs> like, we grew if, the beard. If you cut it, who says it's going to grow back the same? I understand not changing the beard with which you fell in love with. However, the beard was still grown and produced and manufactured by us. Do a lot of men still have the We didn't go get the the beard from Sally's. Are are you done? Or Malaysia. You done? Yes. Thanks. So do men have the perception still that women who wear them often don't have a lot of hair? Do y'all really think that most women are like have short hair underneath and like no eyelashes? Well, now that I know how <laughs> weave is attached, I can totally understand how much hair you have. But I just think it's not so much covering something up. It's just when we get to the base stripped down level of you, what do you look like? Well, yeah, I think everyone would like to know that. And most people will know that when you become in a relationship but the sheer frequency and this is just a perception based on being on social media girls have weaves wigs hella makeup and all that stuff so y'all still gonna date them yes of course you wanna see what they look like without it but it's gonna take you a while to see someone completely bald face so it's like a coin flip (laughs) you gotta take it all say what happened with why is our Linux Showing how to install a lace front. What do you mean? She was quarantined like everyone else and bored, and she got on her live and wanted to figure out how to put her lace front on. There's nothing more to it. And she has plenty of hair underneath, which is why, the first of all, the comment is so weird, because everyone has seen Ari Lennox's hair. I think that even with a beard, yes, if y'all shave my beard or goatee off, I'll look completely different. Um... And my wife prefers me with facial hair, but... As does most of us. For men in general. I wouldn't mean just you. (laughs) But um, it's still something that I produce naturally. It's not like I went to the shop, glued it on, and in two weeks it's going to fall off or look fucked up or have to be redone. Or me being quarantined is going to affect my ability to maintain it. Well, okay, it will because it's going to look all scraggly and shit, but. In general, I don't have an issue with wigs, weed, and whatever. Now that I'm older. Because when I was younger, I did think that it was just for people who didn't have hair or didn't have edges or were trying to hide something. And then the older you get is just the same thing as everything else. It's something you do so you don't have to do your hair every day or. Just yeah, something I mean, like, that you want to change. Sorry. That's okay. Or just we we quarantine. Summer's coming up. You got to get in the water. I don't want a woman that's not going to get her hair wet. I like. Want, I want a woman that's going to swim. Okay. Now you're taking it too far. There's a lot of no. wigs and weaves that's still not going in the water. Yes. <laughs> um, but I want to, if we're ready to move to this topic, for actual men having fake shit, like Beijing's, which are hilarious to me um and like man hair pieces where it's a bald man having his hair glued on not in the Tyler Perry way where it looks shitty but in a good way where 
you think your man can actually accomplish a fade, how do you feel about dating that type of thing? But Karen. Karen, Karen, Karen. I am not into it. I, the Beijing, I think when you have like a special occasion or event or something like that, sure, throw a little bit in there, but not all the time. Cause then you are having to maintain that. And I guess when it starts to fade away, it's going to look weird. I don't know. It looks weird when it's not fading away. I guess. I feel like the people that use it, you only know because maybe you've seen them without it. Of course, we've seen really horrible ones like Jamie Foxx. Steve Harvey, when he used to get it like that really harsh line. And I'm pretty sure he wore a man weed for a while. But I don't think, I'm going to say it. I don't think y'all do it enough for me to accept it. If you want to do it, fine. But I would not be expecting someone that I am dating or want to date to like pull off their weave at the end of the night. <laughs> Fair. But what about like okay, well, I got like a hot top, I got like a hot top fade, and then this is Saturday morning. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to bar, but I'm gonna get dreads. See, no, this is the thing. To me, I feel like there is no way for a man to pull off a hairstyle that you are presenting as your actual hair. That's the part that is ridiculous to me. Wait, wait, wait. It's ridiculous to me. When most women wear weaves and wigs, you know that it's a wig and a weave and braids. You know that that girl's hair is not down to her ass. You know that you don't see a part in her head, so it's probably a wig. Like, you know certain things, especially if you're in a relationship. You know when things are wigs and weaves. We're not presenting it as ours. If you are wearing a fake hair piece, you are presenting it as your hair no 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 i am saying like hey i'm wearing my fade this week i'm wearing my locks next week i'm doing treated just like a female first of all female never sounds good but it's fine it's not bitch <laughs> it's fine um just like a black queen right but you know that our hair is not what we're showing you we're not saying oh this it is sound- this is my hair deal with it. It was like, this is clearly not my hair. We just like to change our hair and have it protected and I have to do it. Y'all aren't even having to do your hair and you're still trying to like, what, get faux locks and faux fades? It sounds like you're not wanting, you don't want to fit into our, we can't fit into your social construct. Why would you even want to? Because that's what, we're trying to attain your level of beauty. No, no, no. I'm asking like a real individual question. Like, why would a man even want to change his hair like that every week? Well, I mean, I don't know the statistics, but I feel like I've seen more bald men than I have women. So maybe men are insecure about their baldness at the same level as women are. But we've just said that most women who are wearing weaves and wigs, it's not because they're scared of their baldness underneath. It's just because okay, they are protecting them. Like, but you don't really. That's what I'm saying. Like you saying this, but y'all you don't, don't really want it. Man. Y'all you know don't want it. No, Fake ass know. argument. You don't know. Yes, I do. I don't think most men, and even if it was like some men, I'm sure it would be for a thing, for a photo shoot, for a different look for something. I don't think most men are trying to change but their... But you don't know. But they would also be presenting it as it not being their actual hair. Yes. And that's a small amount of people that are even doing that. 
will agree with you with that. I'm just saying, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that with y'all. Don't come to my house with a faux fade, and then like the next week come with faux locks. It's corny, if anything. It might, unless it's it looks great, women. it's corny. No, it's that's not true. Because most men are dating women with weaves and wigs and braids and twists right now because that's just what we do. That's what y'all know us to do. We're not presenting it like, oh, look at my hair, it's so long, or I'm bald underneath. It's just something that is adding to what we already have. Just like we know you guys have perm, and we just accept it, you guys should accept us when we get that our makes, glue on that is not a whatever good, piece. That is a horrible analogy. We accept the fact that we know that it's not the hair you were born with, it's not the hair the way you were born with it. What? And we move on. You're comp- you just said... That we wear perms is not the hair we were born with. No, no, no. I'm saying it's. I said it's not the hair. It's not the way your hair was when you were born. And weave isn't the hair you were born with. It's the same when we get froze, fades, peppered on, sprayed on, glued to our heads. It's not. And perm hair. It's not to you, but it is the same. Perm hair is the hair that is growing from your head, just like you talking You're about right. your beard. But it's we know going into it that like that's one good rainstorm, but that's not how your hair is gonna look. First of all, that's a lie. My hair is perm for everybody out there. I do not claim to be a naturalista. However, your hair gets wet and it's not going to be in the style that it was just in because it got wet, but your hair is still going to be fine. Like, it's not like it's just going to fall off or like become some totally different hair because it got wet. You just either know how to do it or you don't. I guess what I'm saying is when I see a woman who can just, and y'all don't even know that. Yes, we do. No, you don't. I had to tell you. We do now. I had to tell. I had to tell most people that I have a perm. Y'all can't tell if somebody has a perm when they don't have a perm. I mean, you can tell when people don't have a perm. Your friend was getting in the water. You can tell most people who don't have a perm based on the type of hair they have. Like, you ever heard like four C, four B, like all that two B, like all this different types of hair? No, it's like it uh, describes like the coarseness of your hair. I think four C is the most coarse. Don't give me the line. But if you have that type of hair, then sure, it's going to be clear that you are a natural hair person. But for the most part, not even for the most part, but a lot of times you have to be told what someone's hair is doing. Like, (laughs) if it grows from your head, this is a bad example for what you're trying to say. But I do understand the wigs and weaves and we should accept y'all with your fake fades and fake locks, but I just won't. Why'd you say wigs and weaves, but not fake weaves and fake l- wig? Like, why do you have to villainize the male version of it? I said fake locks and fake fades, because if I just said fades and locks, that's not saying that they're not growing you from your scalp. You said wigs and weaves. Because wigs and weaves are things that are not growing from your scalp already. I mean, I can see what she said in that there. <laughs> I'll concede. On that point. Okay. Thanks. Um, yeah, I just think on men, when you wear them, it's too presented as your own hair. So it's kind of hard to be able to just assume, take it off. And once, on that. once you make it socially acceptable and recreate the social construct. If you always what? keep it on your head at all times, sure. If you never take it off, 
Hmm? I think I think I should be able to take my weave out. You can. Just not in my house. When I go to bed with my silk pillow. You can, just not over here. That's fine. I see you're not welcoming. No, not if there's no reason for me to assume that you have a fake beard or fake hair. No, I don't expect you to take it off at the end of the night and hang it up on your styrofoam head. Same. I feel the same it's way. It's because y'all know. I don't assume that you just have a mannequin with which you disassemble yourself you when you come home. You can mostly look and tell if someone is not wearing their own hair. So you know it's not theirs. You can because you have it. No. Some niggas out some Karens out here, you are actually duping. Yes, you are. But that's because it's a good weave. And good weave, it's like, all right, well, go ahead, girl. It's the bad ones. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> A good weave is a good weave. Agree to disagree. We can, because a good weave is a good weave is a good weave. Men can't have good weave because... Yeah, we can have a good weave. You can, but y'all's hair isn't long enough to do that escapism with your hair. That is bullshit. How? Most men's, most black men's hair is a fade, is a high top. It's something like that, whereas what do you even need a we fake piece for? We have grains of hair. We have good grains of hair. We have the same... Nigga, but your hair is short. Why would you need a weave we anyway? Keep our hair is short. We can grow along. You can, but you don't. Is what I'm saying. Let's talk in like no, in reality. Let's talk so about I right now. Weave. I want to go get a good weave. We're talking I about grow my hair along right now. You're talking about bullshit because you're not talking about reality. No, you don't. Most you what? don't want to grow your hair out to your shoulder. You don't want a man. Uh, you don't want a man weave bun. You don't want you don't know men. Some people, a man weave some bob. Some very insecure about that. They do. We do. When we start to lose our hair, it's a very challenging process. I'm not us. arguing that point. I'm saying that's why y'all don't. That's why y'all don't do it, or that's why you really don't need it. Because unless you're going bald, going bald is the only reason why men would want to or need to, or usually do, wear a toupee or do fill in with something do a Beijing I understand that that used to be the case these new niggas nowadays are getting the shit done and it's stupid I don't agree, disagree with you right All but I'm there saying, are women I'm with about... long luxurious hair that still get weaves yes but most of the time they are doing it because they don't want to do their own hair it's not because it's not because they don't have hair underneath it's just because they the like it they don't feel like paying for haircuts that's fine, but most men are not doing that, whereas most women are doing it. You don't know that because you're how you're many saying men that have you canvassed. So you think that most your men dad. you're saying that most men or a lot more men want to wear weave. Yes. You're bullshitting. You just want to say anything so that you sound like <laughs> Yes I am. Yes I, I am. You're lying. That's exactly what the fuck I'm saying. You're lying. Come at me. You're lying. Um, oh my God, I got this hangnail, and guess where I can go? The nail shop. <laughs> I need a pedicure. <laughs> Anywho. Welcome to man life. Again, what the fuck are you even saying? Because y'all don't want to get manicures? That's your personal problem. You should absolutely go get them. We're not, it's not socially acceptable. Mm, I Move think on. these new Karens would big to differ Fair. and I really don't know why y'all don't go it's not like you have to get your fingernails polished you're just getting your nails cleaned nobody wants that thick toenail all on their sheets and legs 
Ew. I'm just saying, that's what happens when y'all don't get pedicures and stuff. You just getting, y'all all gonna be 50 with thick ass toenails that's turning brown. Are we done? Yes. <laughs> so moving on. Last week, we watched Grey's Anatomy. Caveat. That's the first episode I watched in a while, and I really only know who, like, four people were. Go. But for the sake of this conversation, you only need to know two. Three. And yes. Mm, four. <laughs> four? Yeah, you got Owen, Teddy, Thoracic, Amelia. They're important to the same story. Mm. Why Amelia? Because she was married to Owen before Owen went to Germany yeah, or whatever was, Teddy it was. was. It was cancer, Amelia, so that's a different person. Right, but then Teddy... Okay, so obviously, let me give a little short breakdown of the story. <laughs> okay. So there's two characters. Grey's Anatomy scenario. Keep up with me. I'm sure I'm going to get confusing. Don't remind me. It's your problem. Um... Two characters, Teddy and Owen. They have been friends since they served as doctors in the army. For all the years they've been on the show, Teddy has clearly always had feelings for Owen. However, he was once married, then twice married, then adopted a child, and then Teddy left to Europe to start a new life to get away from his ass. Because, you know, no one knows how to use their words. His second wife asked for a divorce because she was a different person after having a brain tumor removed. And then him, in dramatic fashion, finally wants to explore his feelings for Teddy and flies to Europe to see her. She tells him that he is only there because his wife left him, which was a fact, and to go home. He, in dramatic fashion, confesses his love for her. They have sex, and he goes back home. Fast forward a few months, Teddy flies back into town pregnant with Owen's baby. But then, oh. <laughs> oh, you missed that, that part. <laughs> you missed that. Correct. Yes. Teddy comes back with Owen's baby, but does not want to immediately get with Owen because she doesn't believe that he wants her for her. It's only because she's carrying his baby. So she starts a relationship with another doctor, Tom Karasik. Okay, fine. But of course, these hoes don't take history into consideration and force themselves back together. Now Owen and Teddy are getting married. You know, because a baby and they loved each other this whole time, blah, blah, blah. But uh-oh, Owen's ex-wife is pregnant now. Project twins? Maybe. We don't know who um, Amelia Child's father is? We do. She took a pregnancy test. She was dating another doctor. Started dating him around the same time she got pregnant. She thought it was his baby. But then she did the math. It's like, mm, mm, I don't know. Took the pregnancy test. It is Link's baby. However, just the thought that it was Owen's baby sends Teddy into a ridiculous, immature sex session with her ex. It's not, it's not really immature, but okay. It is immature. To go have sex with someone else? Because you think 
the person that you it's decided to be with? emotional baggage and reacting emotionally to an emotional event and being triggered. But right. But it's still a shitty thing to do. <laughs> you could just be mad and cuss his ass out, leave for a few days. You want to go fuck your ex at the possibility that the person that he broke up with was pregnant. He didn't sleep with her while y'all were together. He actually left her to come sleep with you Continue. and knocked you I up. We can, we can agree to disagree. Fast forward to Owen and Teddy's wedding day. Teddy has sex with Dr. Bay again and accidentally records it. Dr. Bay, it. not Owen? No. So She fucked another nigga? Okay, so what I just said, when I said she did something shitty, this is what I was talking about. Oh, okay, cool. Go. All right. Okay. So she has sex with him again and accidentally records it and sends it to Owen's voicemail. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. Okay. All that gasping for air. Yes. But you know, Owen is Owen, so he didn't just cuss her out and say the wedding's off. He lied and said he had a surgery, and so now they're not getting married today. And then you text me, <laughs> ready to shit on Teddy. And to which I said, I mean, Owen's serial monogamy is pissing me off anyway. Do you have your phone? Can you look at what you text me? Because I'm yeah, on I my did. phone, I, so I, I didn't look. I did read it, yes. Just read what you sent me and what I sent you back. Just like the first two messages. Let me scroll up. Thursday at 9.15. Owen doesn't deserve love. This is from Whitney. Timby. Or doth he deserve it too much? Whitney. No, no. Timby. Yes. Whitney, tell your whole ass bitch. Tiffy, that was a lot. <laughs> I'm not debating her awfulness, but oh, oh, depressed and overcooking looking. Uh, <laughs> okay, read flags. it the way it was supposed to be. That was a lot. LOL. I'm not debating her awfulness, but Owen, depressed and overcooking red flags. Why do you keep doing that? You said what? Read it like it's supposed to be. I, I didn't mean overcooking. <laughs> that was a lot. LOL. I'm not debating her awfulness, but Omen be pressed. Omen be pressed. <laughs> and overlooking red flags. And here we are. Topic two. Serial monogamy. Yes. Was it wrong that Teddy fucked around with him twice? Absolutely. I don't understand how that's serial monogamy. Not her. Owen is a serial monogamous. He literally keeps jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship to baby mama. There's nothing wrong with being a serial monogamous. There's something wrong with overcooking red flags. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I disagree. I think that there I think that serial monogamy is a crutch. I don't think that anybody that jumps from branch to relationship branch is actually finding what they need in a relationship because they have no idea who they are by themselves. You just so don't want to be alone. What's your What's your definition of serial monogamy? Serial monogamy is when you jump from relationship to relationship. 
not dating. I don't mean just like dating because you should date to figure out who you want to be in a relationship with. I mean people that barely date and they literally find a person, like them for two days, and now they're in a relationship. Okay. And Owen literally went from wife I guess the to army. Right. He went from army to wife. To wife to wife to baby mama. Did you date anybody? I think he may have I don't I don't even know if he dated anybody. I think serial monogamy is <laughs> I think it's very hazardous to a person. I don't I feel like you're making trying to make each person that you come into contact with significant and like some great love. And that's rarely ever going to be the case. And if you're not ever by yourself, I think it has much more to say about you not being able to be alone. And if you're not able to be alone, how do you know, or how can you really get what you need from a relationship when you're going to make it work regardless if you're actually happy or not, just to have a body next to you? Okay, that's fair. So was it wrong? Yes, but Owen is hella annoying. <laughs> He's not hella annoying. I mean, he is. I used to um, like him a lot. I still do. I want love for him, but not like this. So you think he's a serial monogamist? Yes. Amelia broke up with him. In like the same week, he flies to his ex-best friend that everyone has been telling him he's in love with. Has sex with her. She pushes him away because she knows, like, you came here way too quick. And then he just leaves. And then comes back and tries to make it work with Amelia. It's like, what are we doing? Okay. That's shysty. <laughs> Fair. But in life, I still believe that serial monogamy is almost... Okay, that's not a fair assessment. <laughs> I was about to say, it's almost just as bad as hoeing. At least in Hoenn, you know you're not looking for no, anything. No, no, it's not at all. At least in Hoenn, you know what you're in it for. Whether it be money, whether it be just having a body, whether it's just for food, if you a food or two, you Stop. know. Don't you, what Let you me want to do is use my word. I'm not saying, I'm not even talking about like the risk you're taking with your life. That's not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying that in Hoenn, you at least know what you're in it for. In serial monogamy, I feel like you don't, even know what you're in it for. You want a Hold body. Next go for it. Go for it. Go, go for it. it. Go for it. Go. For it. go. Uh, we can't miss those opportunities. We can't. You said that there's nothing wrong with serial monogamy. Why? But what's your definition of serial monogamy? Serial monogamy is always being in a relationship and like never not. But I don't think there's anything wrong with going from one relationship into another into another into another why not you just think if it happens it happens and good to you well you met this person okay so you can so you get you break up and then you take however long you want to take to get yourself together to date again you go on a date you like this person you go on another date you like that you go on another date you fuck you're in a relationship you keep dating you're in a relationship you didn't, you were dating, but you just struck gold. But you're striking gold every single time you date somebody? Now. After breaking up o- with someone a couple of months ago? Owen's case, he's getting married every time he meets somebody. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we're talking real life scenarios now. But, 
you I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to feel that closeness and wanting to stick with it. And I think it is. I think it's something wrong with needing someone to be with you so much that you're willing to just be in a relationship with the next person you meet. But that's not what that is. You went in with the intention of dating. I don't think so. I mean, yes. No, there's no way that every nigga, not just a nigga, like every man. Karens. We call them Karens now. It's no way that every Karen you meet is worth getting in a relationship with. Every single one that's so much so that you're never single. Like people only know you for being with someone else. You've never been single. How the hell have you even gotten over your previous relationship before you're in a new one? So your, your issue is the, the frequency period of time with which you're single. Yes. The frequency. So what's an irrational period of time? I would say a couple of months. I mean, every relationship isn't worth grieving over. But I feel like if you're a serial monogamous, then it should be, no. Like, if you're in a relationship, that would mean that you need a grieving time afterwards. So it would at least yeah, have to be you... two or three. From a boyfriend, you got titles. There should be some months in between. January, it's this one guy, and then I see you again in August. And it's like, now you're on guy three. It's like, what? <laughs> guy three. You did say guy three, so I'll give you that. But if... In Jan- if you're in a relationship, in January you're on guy one. If that ends in February and in see that's just dating at that point. That's that is what when you say dating, that's fine. Like date all you want, but I'm talking about like you are in a relationship. Like you are claiming each other when you go out. Y'all are together. So if you're together <laughs> at the beginning of January and you break up in February, and then you get some with someone in April, that's too quick. <laughs> like, if you're constantly getting with someone every other month, or even every few months, I mean, after you break up with someone, I would at least think you need to chill out for at least two months just to figure out, are you okay? Do you even know if you're okay if you keep just jumping into relationships three months after a breakup? I mean, I'm asking that, really. It depends on how you break up. It depends. It maybe it was you who broke up because typically the break up er is over late relationship way quicker than a breakup e because they've known that they want to be out of it longer. Yeah, but that um, person, the serial monogamous in particular, because no one is to say. Well, that doesn't no mean that they're say, not the break up er. I'm just saying that we're talking about the serial monogamous person. Like they would be doing the breaking up. If you did the breaking up, then sure, I guess. I'm saying. You can be together and be emotionally broken up, like in your mind. I know what you mean. You can I've be had with one. Yeah. I know what you mean. I'm yeah. just saying. You're, you're, your clock can start earlier than your actual breakup. Right. But even still, if my definition of a serial monogamous means that you are moving on fast regardless. It doesn't matter if you broke up. It doesn't matter if they broke up with you. It's the fact that you have not been single enough ever to really even be okay by yourself. When I say serial monogamous, I mean you just you don't want to be by yourself. You it's upsetting for you, it's unhappy for you. You don't have an identity as someone that is single in a relationship. Right. Yeah. You don't feel enough value if you're not someone else's partner or significant other. 
that's what defines serial monogamy for me. Because clearly, if you're a single person, you're going to date, you're going to be in and out of relationships, um, hopefully finding whatever it is that you want until you get it. Um, I just think that that is really dating. Serial monogamy is serial relationships. That's so fair. maybe I, I mean, should change I it I, that way. Serial relationships. I really never considered it to be that. We're saying the same thing in two different ways. I look at this as someone who's always has a Valentine's. That's, I guess, my clock. Like, you always have someone for Valentine's Day. Let's say that. As opposed to... You could have three people since your last Valentine's Day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe my terminology was incorrect from the beginning. Because serial monogamy, I guess that would be going to a relationship to relationship no matter how long the time in between them is, which is how it should be. If you're in relationships, they'll be monogamous or whatever you want it to be. But um, I guess I meant more so serial relationships because you can just be dating whoever you want and it could be monogamous for whatever period of time that is. But once you get the titles and all that stuff, and people know this is the person that you're with and y'all are on social media and you presented yourself as a couple. It's like when that changes very shortly after a past relationship, that's what I mean, like serial monogamy. Because even to me, serial monogamy can be, you were with someone from January 1st to December 31st, and then you with somebody else February 14th of the next year. And then y'all break up on November 27th this year. So that's still serial monogamy to me. Serial relationships. That's what I'm getting at. You're not having a sufficient amount of time to lose to break up process. Know who you are as a person. Yeah. To heal, to move on. It's like leases. You just... You need more than a 30-day notice. All right. All right. That's fair. Okay. I don't... I can get angry with that. Um, and that's it. But Owen still doesn't deserve love. He deserves it. He's just looking for it in all the wrong places because he's annoying as fuck. We can agree to disagree. Marrying every woman he meets. Um, Who has custody of these children? The moms? No, he he has one with him. And then his and Teddy's child is with them too. Do Teddy and Amelia fight? <laughs> No, but she was very upset when she realized Amelia was pregnant with the possibility of it being Owens. But it wasn't. So she ruined her relationship for nothing. It's not for nothing if she really is going to be with this guy, but... Yeah, no one wants possible project twins. I get that. Yeah, but it's like at that point, you got to make a clean break or just wait it out, girl. It was only like a few days to you find out the results. And you don't want to slid in after they had already had sex because they were married. Slid in double on time. I see what you did. Closing arguments. Do you have any this week, or are you going to be a failure of a co-host once again? Hmm. I actually do, and I was hoping you were going to call a lightning round and go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, who was was like to go first? You go first. Which was worse, COVID nineteen quarantine or Baltimore riots? We've been through both. A little too closely, might I add. COVID. Because I got the fuck up out of there during them riots. <laughs> I went straight to my mother's house. 
hold on one second. My light, my power's flickering, and I just want to make sure that there's not an actual twister in it toward me. You should absolutely do that. Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Um, favorite challenge: Savage or don't don't rush. Don't rush. They're really creative, and I'm just tired of seeing. Yeah. Everybody do the same exact savage moves. Pick one. No. Um, pick one to buy. Toilet paper or Lysol? Toilet paper. Because there's plenty of other stuff I will use as a disinfectant. I will alcohol rub everything down. And finally, pick one to go without. Toilet paper or alcohol? Do I have paper towels? <laughs> <laughs> You've already made your pick. yes or no have you ever used a woman's bathroom yes FMK Sanaa Lathan in the family that praised Napoli ever after or best man I would marry best man I would fuck Napoli ever after and I would kill um, family that praised okay taking your wife out of it in general is a (laughs) which is worse a breakup with a friend or a breakup with a partner? Not a break- married to. A breakup with a partner. A breakup with a friend. A breakup with a friend. Okay. We'll dive deeper into that during a different subject. That's all I got. I'm glad that you finally came through this week. Me too. Um, this has been Disagreeably Yours with Whitney. That sounds weird Sorry. that way. <laughs> Let me redo. It was a twister. It's getting to me. This has been Disagreeably Yours with... Cindy. And with... Stay alive, sir. I will try. Bye, guys.